Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG, or hug as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? I'm bored. I'm indifferent. I'm judgy. I'm super unimpressed by everything. Paula? I want to fill the carpet. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode 216. Oh, happy Thursday. What the hell is wrong? My brain. Oh, my God. I was going to say happy 4th of July. <laughs> Weekend. You're a, you're a mess. God. Oh, my God. I'm just, you know, I'm getting old. I'm a relic. I know. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. I'm Jamie with my sister, Paula. Two sisters talking about whatever. How are you, Egg? I'm okay. I'm all right. I'm doing all right. I'm here. I'm here. I'm queer. Get used to it. <laughs> Today is officially, apparently, according to Twitter, which is, you know, we're all assholes with opinions or opinions with assholes. It is social media day. Hashtag social media day. And I'm like, isn't mm. every day social media day? I mean, do, is there anyone who doesn't check at least one social media outlet per day? What a dumb if, day. It is so dumb. What And what are we celebrating? I mean, does it bring us joy for real? I don't think it brings us joy per se. I think it just, you feel connected. But I don't know if I would say joy. I think if I saw someone did hashtag social media day, I'd be like, what? Isn't that kind of redundant? <laughs> it's a bit redundant to me. I wouldn't hashtag that. I would I think wouldn't that either. that's weird. I don't know why. You know what? Social media is being ridiculous. It's just ridiculous in general anyway. It ebbs and flows. I'll tell you that much. I mean, sometimes I'm, you know, like all over it. The other times I'm just like, leave me alone. Yeah. It's like a, it's like the booty call. It's the booty call of electronics. I'm always watching, but then other times I'm just like, you know, people complain too much. People complain (laughs) constantly. I don't want to watch. We just like we're complaining now, but it's true. I mean, okay. So Daryl and I did a, a last minute. We got invited last minute. His dad, uh, my father-in-law, and his wife, they're in the wine business. Yes. And so they are invited to Napa fairly regularly. The the vendors who where they sell their wines, many of them have farmhouses on their vineyards. And they utilize those to entertain clients. And they are clients. And so, and they do really well. And so they get invited fairly regularly to spend weekends and nap at these farmhouses. And what's cool about these farmhouses is that wineries have buckets of money. And so they're really beautiful. They're old. They've been there since the beginning of the Napa Valley, you know, thing. And so they had a room available and they, they had some friends cancel and they said, do you guys want to, you want to come? We're like, hell yeah. So made all the arrangements and go to, it's the Franciscan Um, It's a lovely winery in St. Helena, and they have a beautiful little farmhouse. And so we were able to stay in one of the rooms. 
super fun, beautiful property. You're surrounded by vineyards. I mean, it's just, it was just so nice. You're like, can I live here? I just want to wake up this way every morning. (laughs) Really, really would. Really, really would. Really, really would. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a lot of shiplap? No. What I what I was trying to say about it was, um, and I will segue into this, we were in the car after our first tasting on Sunday morning, and a bee flew in into oh. the car. And you don't really think anything. At first, we thought it was a leaf. Well, it had landed on Daryl's uh, chest, and he <laughs> thought it was a leaf, so he went to brush it off, and the bee kind of stuck to his finger. Oh, my God. And he's like, it's a and I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, did you get stuck? Because he grabbed it with both of his fingers and squished its body. And I oh said, did you? God. I go, did you kill it? He goes, I did not. It flew away. I go, did it sting you? And he goes, well, it, my finger feels weird. And I'm like, well, does it feel weird because you're freaking out because you squished a bee's body? Or does it does it burn because there's a stinger in it? And if it flew away, you didn't get stung because bees, you gut them. They, they literally pull their guts yeah. out when they sting you. And he's like, well, I don't know, check. So I had to check like three times. I'm like, dude, your finger's pale. You look like you're, there's nothing wrong with you. There's no bee sting in there, I promise. He's like, oh, all right, well, it felt really weird. I'm like, yeah, 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 you're fine. So this farmhouse, like I said, it's, it's you know, amongst the vineyards, it's really beautiful. Well, when you're in a rural area, even if it's Napa, there are a lot of creatures, bugs, just things that you would expect to find in the country. You know, it's just, it is what it is. So at this farmhouse, there was just so many spiders. Like there were so many spiders. Every time I walked into the house, I'm like, there's a spider. And so Daryl must have killed three in one day. And I remember we, it was, there was a bunch of people over. We were having this lovely dinner at this huge farm table. It was so pleasant. And I went to go to the bathroom and I look up and there is the biggest damn spider I've ever seen hiding like under the light fixture a little bit. So it was like halfway exposed. So I went out and I and Daryl's like, what's the matter? I'm like, there is a huge spider in the bathroom. And, you know, when you're sitting on the toilet, what are you going to do? Get up and run out? No. And it's a really high ceiling. I couldn't get it. So he was so nice. He was just drunk enough that he went in there and he killed it. It was awesome. That it was, was nice. nice of them. Wasn't it? And so I said, you know, I don't know about this old vintage farmhouse thing. I'm not sure I'm, I'm digging it with all the abilities for things to get in the house. Like, that's a, I'm struggling. Well, you and, can have vintage, but you can also have, like, you know, pest control, too. Right. And so then we were sitting outside, and I was, and I was just sitting there chilling outside in this lovely little courtyard. And sure enough, this little gray creature comes skidding across this path. And I said, there's mice or moles or rats or something in this place. Oh, my God. Daryl turns around and it is probably a mouse. Uh, It grabbed a leaf and ran under this turned over wine barrel. And I said, there's a nest over there. Awesome. And so, of course, Daryl is like kicking the barrel. I go, listen. Stop torturing the thing, all right? As long as it doesn't attack me, I'm fine. Just let's leave it alone. I can handle a a mouse or a mice. Yeah, I don't mind field creatures. Like, you know, I mean, we had a mole in our backyard and I hated it, but it, you know, it doesn't bother anybody. It was just destroying our gardens and lawn and stuff. But as long as they're not aggressive, I don't care. Just stay away from me, you know? So I'm like, look, it's grabbing leaves. It's creating a home for something. Just leave it alone. 
you know, we're here for like 12 hours. Just let it live its life. Then we were playing bocce ball and it got so hot that a lizard literally died on a fence. Like it just died. It like calcified in the heat. It oh was God. so, I know. And Daryl goes, Hey, there's a lizard. Oh, I think it's dead. It looked like a taxidermist had like, what do you do? What do you call it when they re- preserve Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It looked like it looked like somebody killed it and mounted it on a fence. On a fence. It was like an alligator lizard. It was so bizarre. I'm like, you know what? There's a lot of life going on here. Yeah, really? What the fuck is wrong with a place? I'm not sure. Well, it, it was very old it was an old property and yeah, beautiful I mean, i'm not complaining nothing that a little bit of pest control can't or an exterminator <laughs> a little bit of spray a little bit of spray might have solved a lot of these issues jesus i mean i know i know you don't have to live that way i've seen plenty of shows where they can <laughs> you know get rid of those problems daryl goes we're gonna have to find a sealed home if we move here i said no we just have to find a way to keep things, you know, well, yes, sealed, but yes, pest control, mouse traps, any kind of deterrent that is, uh, you know, legally allowed. We can do all of that. We live in modern times now. We don't have to live with other animals in the home. So, yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. And now, speaking of, we have a rat in our backyard living under our shed and the dog well, you know, my, my Sheltie Sonny is blind now. Right. But he has all of his other faculties. In fact, they've gotten better, so we call him Daredevil. <laughs> and so Daredevil is constantly trying to get at this rat. The problem is is that it's on somewhat of a cement slab, and so there's nothing to get to. The, the rat is under that. And so we, we assume that it got in from the b- behind, you know, on yeah. the back by the fence right. line. What about Bodega, though? Is he going crazy for the rat? No. Sonny has Sonny killed the mole and Sonny killed killed rats at the old house. Oh. He's the he's the vermin. Bodega kills the skunks and the possums. I gotcha. It's weird that Sonny is just going just just ballistic over this rat. Now, Malia saw the rat because it ran and tried to escape and it ran up a tree on the other side of our property and I said, "Well, maybe it won't come back." And it was gone for for like 2 days. Sunny was totally peaceful. Aww. And starting this morning now, he's attacking the shed again. And we're like, "Oh my god, this fucking rat." Poor so I said, thing. "We have to go to Lowe's and get a rat trap and deal with it because I can't ha- first of all, I can't have a rat living here." No, that's it can't unacceptable. Be here. No. And then after that, you know, oh, and you know, the snakes are gone. Verdell is gone. Oh, well, that's too bad. <laughs> I know, right? Anyway, way too many bugs in my life. My God, I've like had enough. I've had enough of the of it. Seriously. God. And you don't have problems, so that's Well, now good. I won't be too worried when I come to your house. Jamie, no. those snakes really creep me out. I, I know I they do. I can't handle the thought of it. No, they're gone. That you they're had gone. like active snakes in your yard. That's just not okay. I know. But they're gone now. The mole is gone. Uh, no ants. Very few spiders. We, we had a couple when it got really hot. We had a couple small ones that were coming in to escape the heat. Yeah. 
when it was like 110 that one day, Daryl goes, oh, look, there's a ladybug on our curtains in the bedroom. And I said, oh, that's it's probably just trying to escape the heat. It's just so hot out, even for the bugs. They're just like done and over. Mm-hmm. He picks up the ladybug and he threw it outside. I go, did it implode on impact? Because it's 110. You probably just killed that poor thing. My God, why did you do that? It's just a ladybug. Oh, well. <laughs> so yeah, we haven't had too many bug problems, but I mean, Lucky. there's been a lot of bugs outside. We mm-hmm. did have one spider in the house, oh, but God. of course, Victor wasn't home. Awesome. So you're and all right. So I'm the next in line to have to kill it. And you have so to let Ryan do it. Make him kill it. I try and make him do it, but he's the one that where he starts with a good gusto, but as he gets closer to the spider, he gets Fear. like he gets like you know little feeble fearful. feeble Roblo arms, and then <laughs> he can't like get Suddenly. enough gusto to kill it because he'll just like yeah. tap it, and then it'll still be alive but just maimed, and then it'll You're like, like start that's even worse freaking out, and I'm just like get it, and once it gets in the carpet because we kind of oh have God. like that speckle carpet, you can't see it you know you got a vacuum <laughs> so i'm just like come on i'm like well, just let me do it so wow you're, you're I just, brave i smack the shit out of that thing so or i'll spray it and it just disintegrates well you can that's the stephanie method our sister stephanie will use <laughs> yes. chemicals to kill things no the other night i'm getting ready to go inside go go into my bathroom to brush my teeth and get ready for bed and what we have this routine now we're god we're so fucking old I go upstairs, I brush my teeth, I get the bed ready, I get all settled in with my, you know, because I always play my little game before I go to bed and, you know, Mm -hmm. get the TV turned on and I get all settled in and I lotion myself and, you know, get my glass of water and Daryl's downstairs (laughs) locking up the house, saying goodnight to all the pets and, you know, we, we are... God, we're like old people. It makes Amy, me crazy. But God, your routine sounds so much like ours, ex- with the exception of a few things. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, our routine is. <laughs> oh, that, it's the same. You know, oh, okay. Our routine is we turn off all the lights. We um, pick up the pets, put them on the bed because <laughs> Bo can't jump up on the bed anymore. Aww. Victor goes to the bathroom. I get in a bed. I, you know, turn on my lamp so he can turn off the main light. Right, right. We both get on our phones and we get on our little casino games. Yeah, you got to play your little game to unwind. And then I'll turn off the lamp because we have enough lights now because Mm -hmm. all the lights are on. (laughs) And then at some point, one of us will get tired. And then... And that's the end of that. Yeah. The only only difference is occasionally this happens. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever... I don't know. You probably don't have this because you probably each have lights on your side, right? No, I have the light. Okay. I we I have the light switch for our light. Uh-huh. And so I don't know why. Well, you know, because it's been so many years now that I just get irritated instead of just not thinking of it as a big deal and turn over and turn off the light. But I get in bed first because he comes into the bedroom last. So he goes in and does his crap and then not actually crap, but, you know, brushes his teeth and stuff. <laughs> he takes a crap and then he comes <laughs> And then, and then he comes into the bedroom and he gets into bed, but he never shuts the fucking light off. And he walks right by the switch every night. And it's like, this is one of those arguments that married couples have for the rest of their life. It never, ever ends. It's like, it's like a horrible cycle. So I'll Daryl, sit in bed. you forgot to turn off the light. <sighs> no. So I sit there. So I'm sitting there and because I am crazy and OCD and all those things and he's thoughtless (laughs) it's a horrible combination 
because he doesn't realize how furious I am over something so stupid, but I'm sitting in bed and I go, well, I guess I'll turn the light off. <laughs> it's like the most passive aggressive thing in the world. such a mother thing to say. <laughs> well, it's super passive aggressive. God. I'm like, well, I guess I'll turn the light off. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, because he's so kind most of the time. I he'll, know. He'll get and out of bed. He's not being sarcastic either. No. Oh, he'll, I'm he'll, sorry. He's like, I'm sorry. I thought you needed it. I'm like, well, you could have asked me and I would have told you no. The problem with this discussion is that it happens almost every night. Every night he does this. Every night I do that. It never, it's like, why don't we learn? Why aren't we training ourselves to just realize that he can shut the light off and I can just get up and shut it off if he regularly will not shut it off? Like, what's the big deal? I don't understand it. Every day. Every day! It's like my cat shitting in the dining room every day. <laughs> Why can't we learn? It's because we're old. <laughs> we're just old. You guys are old cats. God, I'm an old cat. That's for sure. He's just a dumb lab. I don't know. I really don't get it. But Well, at least you guys are the same age. Yeah, I'm the much. old cat in this relationship. <laughs> You've always been the old cat in any relationship. That's true. It doesn't Cradle matter robber. Who, it doesn't matter who's, what age we are. <laughs> it doesn't really. They could be 20 years older than me and I'm still the old cat. <laughs> I was telling that to somebody. We were talking about getting high. I don't know if I told you about that, but, you know, Daryl and I, we were, think, we were thinking about eating an edible together just to see what would happen. You and I talked about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, somebody said, oh, well, did you do it? And I said, you know what? I've been high enough to know how I react to pot. So, I mean, I don't, I mean, I would do it just because Daryl's never, ever had an edible before. And he's curious how he would respond. And um, he wants to do it in a safe area so that he can't harm himself or others. And so I'm like, yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll do it with you. And so I said, no, I go, nothing happens to me. I, I turn into a cat. I'm bored. I'm indifferent. I'm judgy. I just don't, you know, I'm super unimpressed by everything. That's pretty much, it's my true personality coming out full force. That's pretty much all it is, you know? So nothing really happens. You get, you said you get tired and paranoid or something. I get paranoid and yeah. I'm just like, I, I don't know. I'm just like, what if someone finds out? No, no, no. Put your arms around me. Hold me. We've all been, yeah, we've all been told it's bad. So, yeah, it, it's that's pretty much. So when I, I figure now, it's like when I'm high or when I'm tired, that's pretty much the same thing. I get judgy. I'm indifferent. I'm a cat. That's pretty much all it is. Just some Persian cat. Not even a Persian. I'm probably just some kind of m m muted mutt cat. I wish that's I reacted I better. I oh, when you were high? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wanted to be one of those fun people that ate Cheetos and, right? you know, the people I was watching, they were bouncing around on the carpet barefoot and they're just like, this carpet feels amazing. Well, that and would I'm be just nice. Like, I, wanna, I would love I, it. I want to feel the carpet. I want to know what joy is. <laughs> I'd love to know what it feels like to be joyful. I want to eat the Cheetos. Yeah, and you're like, never mind. I can't eat anything. I'm just going to sit I'm here. I'm too scared the police are coming. I'm just going to sit here and not move. <laughs> Can you see me? <laughs> Seriously. Right. I'm going to the neighbor's house. <laughs> Don't move. Oh, my God. Don't call me. The Ugly Truth Podcast will always be free. So we appreciate you supporting the show by shopping on Amazon via our links on UglyTruth.com. 
Here's Jamie with her Amazon Pick of the Week. Hey Hugs, July 11th is the third annual Amazon Prime Day. It's one of the world's best days to shop online. You're going to find hundreds of thousands of deals on everything you're into. Yeah, everything. And the new deals are going to start as often as every five minutes for 30 hours straight. And those deals are not limited to just stuff. That includes every platform, video, music, reading, and even voice shopping. Hi Alexa. So what do you got to do? Well, you've got to start your 30-day free trial if you're not already a Prime member and then download the free Amazon app so you'll never miss any deal that comes up. You can watch the deals 24 hours before they're live. You can even tap watch this deal and the app is going to alert you when it's time to go shopping. Duh. As always, thank you so much for supporting the ugly truth. Bye. You can get this deal and literally anything you could ever want from Amazon and support our show at the same time by visiting uglytruth.com slash shop. Thanks for helping out the truth. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so speaking of stuff to do, your daughter is having a birthday this weekend and you didn't even invite her to the party? What happened? No. So <laughs> here's happened? the problem. Here's the real problem. Okay. My daughter was born on 789. Yes. Completely unplanned. That particular weekend, her father has to work. And so mm. we will probably do something on her actual birthday when he gets off work. Like, of you know, take her to dinner and do sure. cake or something like that. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, he's free this coming weekend. Mm-hmm. And so we were trying to get all of her cousins together, like her younger cousins. Right. And go to one of those trampoline places. Yeah, Sky High or whatever. Yeah, Mm -hmm. a place I would never... Ever. Try. No. When you call them, they're just like, are there any adults jumping? And I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe some dads will attempt it, but I I would break my leg immediately. I would be exhausted. I'd dislocate my knee. It would be a nightmare. No. It it just looks like the exertion of energy that is expelled <laughs> is yes. so... It just looks so miserable. I mean, it looks like to a kid, I'm sure it looks fun. But, I mean, you have to swing on ropes and then you land in foam what? blocks. And what? then you have to, like crawl back and i'm just like that alone if i swang on swung swang swang if i swung (laughs) on a rope and landed in foam blocks like like you know a good 10 feet out that's where you would lay forever (laughs) i would just stay there for the rest of the party i'd be like this is fine for me until victor came and got me i've had my fun (laughs) and then they'd have all these like all obstacle courses and then they have um trampolines where they do dodgeball doesn't that sound exciting that sounds like an injury waiting to happen for me because <laughs> i you can know, just see it how when did dodgeball become fun i i thought I that was, dodgeball i thought everybody hated dodgeball no you know who doesn't hate dodgeball those mean kids in school when you would play dodgeball and the big kids who were super athletic because their parents let them play every sport and then they would they would tag people as hard as they could in the back or the ass. Well, you know and who it, loves dodgeball is your nephew, Ryan. Of he course he does. He's a good he's a big galoot. He could take someone <laughs> out in one swift throw. And he doesn't mind getting hit, I guess, with a ball. He you probably know? doesn't even feel it. He's like, What was that? A fly? <laughs> Yeah, right. He probably doesn't even care. He's so big. So those dodgeballs, if if you get a real strong kid like Ryan to throw it at some skinny little shit (laughs) and they'll take their legs right out from under a man. 
It's funny to watch, but it's not fun when it's you because it used to be me. <laughs> and he usually is one of the last or like, you know, the few kids left at the end of the game. So if you uh, remind me, if you're playing dodgeball and you actually catch the ball. Are you still out, or do you get to throw No, it? you catch the ball. The other person's supposed to be out, I think. Okay, and that's then, what I thought. And then you throw it at, like, you know, another person. So, I don't know what... I think he likes to dodge balls more than he likes to throw them, but... Ten years from now, we're going to be talking about Ryan and the NFL. <laughs> right. <laughs> he looks like a little baby gorilla compared to all his other friends. So anyways, the yes. plan was is we were going to do that on Sunday and we were going to get one of their party rooms and it was sure. going to be, you know, pizza and balloons and, you know, the whole shebang because it was like 10 kids, all this stuff. Well, unfortunately, mm-hmm. almost everybody canceled. <gasps> and so. No. So now. Because, of the, because it's the holiday weekend. I don't know what it is, but it's true. So we're still going to take her to Sky High and Uh, um, one of her cousins is going to go. So we're going to do that. One of the other things that she said she wanted to do was she wanted to get a hotel room. What? I don't know why. She's your daughter. She really wants to get a hotel room and room service. (laughs) there's a hotel in reno it's a casino Mm -hmm. but it's also like the super kid friendly ones it's Mm -hmm. got like a whole floor dedicated to kids where where which one is this it's called gsr oh okay it's not part of that strip right no 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 god no so it's got like a whole floor where it's an arcade it's a bowling alley They've got a movie theater. Oh, wait. You guys did this a few years ago. Yeah. we Brian went there for his birthday. Oh, well, that's... You know what? That's a really cool idea. So they are so excited. That's exciting. When are you leaving next weekend? We're going to go on 4th of July. Oh, you're going... Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you'll see fireworks and everything. We can't go on her birthday because Victor has to work. That's right. That's right. Yes. We're going to go on 4th of July and we're just going to go for the night. And then um, they have a really cool heated pool. So we'll probably go swimming. I hope you guys see fireworks. Yeah, me too. You know, the thing about my kids, though, is they don't really like fireworks. Oh, that's right. They don't like the noise. (laughs) They do not like the loud noises and they don't like the bright noises. The bright, you know, explosions. And so every time we get fireworks, they always get, you know, they watch them from 50 feet away. (laughs) Well, you know what? Nothing compares to the year they watched them from inside the kitchen. No, and you're out there by yourself. I was out there and there was a bunch of people on the street watching me light fireworks by myself. (laughs) (laughs) Like, look at that. Look at that poor, sad woman. They were watching the fireworks. That's so embarrassing. It was embarrassing. So I still had to light the fireworks because everybody else was watching. They're like, oh, look at those. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm really putting these on for you. Oh, you see those two little faces in the kitchen and up (laughs) up in the house? That's that's for for. them. And so I'm like, get out. So they don't want, they don't, they, they could give zero fucks about sparklers or anything. They're like, yeah. I am not holding fire. The ones they were most excited about last year were the puppy dump ones. Oh, Sir Dumps a lot. Sir Dumps a lot. Yes. I don't know if he's back this year. He is. In fact, Daryl and I did our parental duties as cheer parents. We volunteered and worked three hours at setting up the fireworks booth. 
for our fundraiser for our child's fundraising mm-hmm. and uh, sir dumps a lot has returned purple rain is back yay we you know the thing is is that every year you know because we're not super into fourth of july either and it might just be us but i even when we would take them to see cal expo fireworks because we used to do that when they were little um we never went into the facility we were out in the parking lot across the street watching them it's yeah, we would safe. always find some side street like across yeah. the river or something yes. like that. Or yes. you know, we we just that's just how we always. Do I just it, don't like that. I just don't like that feeling of being surrounded. And I don't, I don't like not being able to get away. Me so too. I want to be. Just I want how I feel. I want a speedy retreat when I'm done. So especially with kids and stuff. But anyway, the late Indian summer plans done, and now we're in the we're in the height of summer. You know, Daryl and I are, you know, adulting by drinking wine and killing spiders and meeting great people. And we're also, and I really do love this about summer. I love the summer TV programming because it's kind of trashy. It really is like junk food TV. And I really don't mind it because that's, especially when you have kids at home, you're watching a lot of television sometimes and because you there's only so many things you can do in a week before you're like look can we just not right now and let's just watch shitty tv i have to clean the bathroom you know or whatever but there's it's so indulgent because it's not normal cerebral heavy thinking kind of television we have been watching a lot of tv sure and the kids do get excited about certain shows that we watch right i don't know if there's anything in particular that you guys are watching but you know, our our viewing is a little bit different than yours. We've you and I, have, we are so opposite on what we watch on t- on TV. You know, I'm a big fan of HBO, so I watch you know Silicon Valley, Veep, Game of Thrones when that comes back in in a couple of weeks. But um, and then our like our Netflix viewing is very different. But the shows that I'm, I can't even believe I'm telling you this. But the other day, I actually watched Counting On. I watched oh the Duggar. Oh my god, did you really? I watched the Duggar show because who's the one that that married that married the jock and named her boy Spurgeon or Spurge whatever his name Jessa. is. Jessa. Jessa is pregnant and had another baby. And so the last hour was her pregnancy. She was 5 days overdue. They didn't know what they were having and she had a freaking home birth. And I couldn't stop <laughs> watching. I couldn't stop watching. And Daryl's like, I'm like, I, I felt like I would got caught watching porn. And I'm like, what are you watching? I'm like, you would hate it. I will change it. He's like, no, no, you can, you know, watch whatever you want. I'm like, but this is really, it's Duggar shit. He's like, the Duggars, really? I'm like, I can't, I can't help it. I don't know. I, it had been a year almost since I'd watched anything Duggar. <laughs> Hi, my name is Jamie. And it's I'm been a one year since, since I, I watched, watched the Duggar my sh- last Duggar shit. <laughs> exactly. And so I'm watching it. And what happened, honestly, was I got a little taste of it last week. Um, I got like 10 minutes of it last week. Anna Duggar is on the show. Oh. And her broad of, she has like four kids. And then Jill is back from South America. I think she's expecting another one, by the way. She is. She Anna, is, she... not Jill. Oh, no. Anna wasn't pregnant in the show, but maybe you're right. I in have heard those life, rumors. I think she's expecting. I have heard those rumors. And then uh, Jill is pregnant. And then Jessa was due like any day. And so I was watching it last week. They were at some kind of 
auction for it it looked like a once upon a child store Mm -hmm. and so they were just buying a crap ton of clothes and stuff and uh, they all had their little minivans all lined up in a row and anna's oldest son fell and hit his head on one of the racks and he he needed like five stitches in his forehead oh my god and they were all together that was the weird thing and you know they're just like oh well you know accidents happen you're like i was just watching him i was and i felt sorry for her because she felt obviously like any mother would like she was the worst parent on the planet that she turned her head for one second and her kid fell and he had this huge gash in his face but uh, and it was big. His whole head was wrapped up. Wow. Like it was a significant cut. And, you know, they're playing happy music over it. Like, oh, all is well. And I'm like, he could be concussed. You guys like, what is this? Right. So then I watched it the other night and I watched Jill deliver a baby boy and they named it Henry. And it was really funny because they're doing the thing where like, well, they're, they're sitting in front being interviewed by the producer or whatever. And they're like, well, what'd you name it? Well, we named him Henry. Henry weird some weird middle name fredericksburg or something seawald <laughs> so they didn't stick with the s's no they're not doing that which is nice oh and so but they're just picking shitty names they're yeah and so then the guy that she married ben he goes oh he goes yeah i have a fr- i have a friend named henry hank and she goes we're not calling him hank and they're doing this on camera he goes hank's my friend and she she's very quiet she goes He's nice. <laughs> and then that it ended. That was the end of the show. Oh. And I was like, why am I watching this again? Why am I looking for the cracks in this facade? That's all I watch it for is to see what they're faking. That's all I care about is what they're faking. You know what I mean? I don't know why I do it. It's crazy. It's so stupid. But I just because I know they're faking it. Because we know all of their dirty laundry now. So I know they're not that great. I hope by not watching it, it will somehow like contribute to the lack of ratings and then they'll be forced to like not have a show. Honestly, it, it is a it's like the sister wives thing. I hate those people. I don't know. I don't. They're not. They're joyless. They're unhappy and miserable. And yet I can't. See, I, can't I take help pleasure it. in watching that. That's why I watch it. So that is my one indulgence that I'm ashamed to say that I watch. I don't watch it regularly, but I just, I'm like, I wonder what's going on with those Duggars. And then I'm there I am watching it like a fool. But, you know, we're watching Master Chef. Oh, we're totally watching Master yeah, Chef. Yeah, I watched, I, wa- I got the last end of it. And honestly, they need to send those two horrible people home. They got one out. They need to get rid of that other guy. The uh, one that keep ending up in the bottom. So Ryan was just like, because he was uh, watching... And I finished watching it in my room because he was on his tablet. And then mm-hmm. he's like, so who ended up going home? And I'm like, nobody that really mattered, to be honest. I'm yeah, like, it was not some, yet. I'm like some chunky guy in a, in a button-up shirt and some lady that looked like a bird. <laughs> so, yeah. And they both, they, they, they sent them both home, right? Oh, no. They only sent the girl home. No, they sent the bird home. Yeah. So we have favorites already. Okay, do tell. I don't. Our favorites are Gabriel... The little mm-hmm. 19-year-old prodigy. Okay. He just makes really good stuff. We like Newton. He's uh, the cowboy. Okay. We like the cowboy. Yes. Who else do we like? We like the guy from Redding who... I like him too. Even though he's a little sassy, I still... I think I'm rooting <laughs> for him... 
mostly because he's from Reading. He's local. Yeah, yeah I'm he's with you on that guy. one. I was, and he's actually doing quite well. Oh, I mean, he's, he's good. He's doing well. He's not a. He's not like that one guy who thought he was Tyler Florence. He got eliminated immediately. That was so funny. He was such an asshole. It was oh my so funny. God, I'm like, I don't know what he was thinking. We were watching it, and in any other circumstance, he's an attractive dude. I mean, he's you know he's a little. He's not my type. I got a vibe off of him from the television. He he was a pretty boy. And he clearly had played some football at some point in his childhood because that's all he referenced was football. Mm-hmm. But we're watching it and I'm, you know, I'm judgy and I'm sitting there and I'm watching it and I'm like, you know what, Tyler Florence, your looks are not going to get you anywhere in this yeah, show. This you is, you're now on the wrong show. It, he does look, he did look almost exactly like Tyler Florence. Yeah, he looked like, I'm like, nah. It's not unless you are like a phenom and no one cooks like Tyler Florence. He's like a Bobby Flay. Right. So unless you cook like that, you're you're not lasting long. And based and based makes on a, the way who makes a chocolate chip pancake on Master Chef <laughs> and puts raw bacon at the bottom of an egg, someone who doesn't really cook and just wanted some TV time. That's that was who. ridiculous. I had to even horrible. get in there. He's an imposter. He was an imposter. He was a stay at home dad. I'm like, what does that mean exactly? Do you know how many stay at home dads applied? And I'm just like, what 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 happened to the world? I don't know. It was it was just an odd. It, he, I'm just glad he left. And and if you noticed, no one gave a shit that he left. They're like, bye. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. He didn't even say goodbye to anybody. They're just like, who? Close. Get out of here. There was the episode who should stay, Paige or Jennifer. And I'm I would have been the only one in the balcony that said Paige because I'd be like, <laughs> Jennifer's pork chop was raw and she sucked as a captain. <laughs> that show is great. I just love it. <laughs> I know, I know. We love that show. So we watch that one very religiously. Yes. We're kind of watching America's Got Talent. I don't watch that at all. Oh, it's so funny. But here's the thing about... I can't deal with people like that. I just... Where is that going to take you in life? Where is that talent going to take you in life besides be on TV for five minutes? Well, see, here's the problem I have with America's Got Talent. It's a lot of time invested. (laughs) And something they pass these people through and the thing is is that you win if if you win the show mm-hmm. you win a million dollars and you win a show in vegas is a juggler really going to become a millionaire so you you get to display this show and as like people pay to come see you and in, right. in vegas mm-hmm. and there's sometimes like little kids that come out that have like these great voices and things like that but i'm just like think about that for a minute (laughs) i'm like do you really want people to pay and come watch your little girl or your little boy singing in vegas yeah like why hard that's a hard life man they're thinking of the million dollars I guess, or they're just they're thinking that maybe they're just getting exposure, and yeah, probably you know I just or I don't know, or there's other things like they had a a, a gospel choir up there. Are you going to pay $55 to sit in a showroom to watch a gospel choir sing for 45 minutes? Maybe in Vegas they might, actually. I don't know. I mean. Well, that's what you have to. That See, to me, that's how I would be thinking as a judge. That's how I think. As, yeah. That's how I think when I watch the show. Right. You know? But and that's some not acts how are legitimate. 
other acts are just you know bizarre like and some acts i'm just like is this just one trick pony you know like it's exciting and it's cool but i mean you know this guy's got a pole on his head with his wife at the end and he's (laughs) spinning her and she's at the ceiling and i'm just like and how long is this this supposed to go on cool but it's just like are you gonna watch that for half an hour at least i mean most biggest shows are at least 50 60 minutes you know do they have anything else they can do Right. That's what yeah. I'm saying. You know, it's just like, it's cool. But, you know, after a while, it's just like, you know. I, on the other hand, am watching World of Dance with Jennifer Lopez. Oh, you're watching the other show. Okay. I love World of I Well, I, lo- I love anything with J-Lo in it. But I watched it going, you know, there was a time when I really, I was dancing a lot. And um, it started with cheerleading and it kind of moved on. And I did it for, you know, four or five years. I really loved it. It was right around when Paula Abdul became a big thing and she was a Laker girl. And I thought that would be such a great thing to do and really was into it and choreographing and all that stuff. But my senior year, I was a choreographing stuff for our pep squad. So, I mean, I really loved it. And so I think that's why I love things like world of dance you know because there's really it's not ballet it's just any kind of dance yeah and so i started watching it and there's a lot of people who are clearly on the verge of professional if they're not professional going to be professional dancers they'll go to new york or whatever and there's two there's a thing going on right now where they're really bendy and so they're like touching their face with their feet their leg hands and i'm like why do they keep why are they doing that? Like, that's not, that's just, I'm flexible. That's not that's a dance like move. Yoga. Yeah. It's like not even ballet, you know, it's weird to me. So it makes me uncomfortable. And I'm like, I, and they get high scores and they move on to the next round or whatever, but ultimately they don't win because who wants to see that? Who wants to see that? I, it's not, I know it's, it's amazing. I can't do it. I certainly couldn't bend my leg over to touch my face, nor would I, by the way, right. ever in a gajillion right. years. Oh my God. I, I mean, I remember I watched it happen. I saw this girl do that where she literally took her leg hand and touched her face, her forehead with it, like wiped her face with it. Oh God. And I'm like, uh, impressive as far as being bendy. But as far as anything else, I I don't think I, even with my own body, would I want to do that? Not to mention, do you know how many feet have been on that dance floor? Oh my God, it makes me kind of sick. I just, I kind of got turned off. And then when I saw another person do it, and you know, here's the other thing. They all dance without shoes on. It's just so unsanitary. Put on the little like ballet slippers or something. Those little nude socks. With or the whatever grips. those, you know, jazz shoes are. Anything is better to me than nothing. But, you know, it's just like with anything, you know, dancers have their thing and that's how they do it. And, you know, same with gymnastics. I remember when I was a kid and I took gymnastics classes, I hated that I couldn't wear socks. It was like really uncomfortable. Yeah. I hated it. They're like, yeah, you gotta take your socks off. I'm like, do I though? Do I really? And I remember I tried to do the balance beam with socks on and it did not work. I ultimately oh. had to take them. I have a photo of dad. Dad took a picture of me on the balance beam with socks on. <laughs> I fell. <laughs> I fell off. So is there anything? Okay. So you and I talked about briefly. There's a new show. Did you find it? I can't find anything. Did they take it off? It, it's it, it's little and big or something like that. What is it called? Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, it says little people suffering from morbid obesity embark on a weight loss journey led by fitness guru and fellow little person, Alison Worrell. 
but the challenges of being little in an average-sized world make the task nearly impossible. And the episode one is called Don't Want a Freak Show, and then the other one is Wider Than I Am Tall. <laughs> Those are the episodes. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Why is this happening in life? Why is this happening? Well, that's why I was telling you. I didn't, I couldn't believe that they were making another show. About little people. What is the obsession? Wow. Well, and especially, you know. I don't, I, I think, this is why I think it's a, it, it's exploitive. And I'll say it, it's the very first sentence. One in 40,000 children is born with dwarfism. One in 40,000 children. So that's a teeny tiny segment of the population, especially mm-hmm. if you're just in the United States. So to create an entire show about that. And okay, so one in 40,000 is born with dwarfism. How many of those are morbidly obese to the point of unsafe, you know, like ridiculously unsafe, morbidly obese? So now that's an even smaller amount of people. So to me, the only reason you're putting it on a show or making it a show that anyone can see online or on television is is you're exploiting it. Like, look at the freaks. Yeah. You know, look at how fat and tiny they are. And to me, I mean, I don't even actually find it hilarious. I mean, I don't find it funny at all, actually. TLC, the little carnival is exactly what it is. And I feel like they're really doubling down. And I don't know what their obsession is with dwarfism. I really don't. Oh, speaking of dwarfism and trashy TV, I saw, you know, the guy that plays, he plays the dwarf in Game of Thrones. Oh, I can't Pete, remember. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage is going to play. He's in a, it's already done, I believe. He is playing the, who's the guy that goes, the plane, the plane from Fantasy no, Island. Not, is he yes, really? he is. Yes, he is. You know, he he killed himself, that guy. Oh, really? Yeah, he shot himself. I had no idea. I, I didn't know how he died. Are they he, remaking Fantasy Island? No, he's doing a biography, like a made-for-TV movie about him. Oh. And his life. He's I think he was Venezuelan or something. I, I mean, I'm assuming that the script is good because Peter Dinklage is, a, is an accomplished actor. Way, quite accomplished. Way good. yeah. And, you know, he's on the verge of an Oscar nomination. You know, I mean, he's really, really a great actor. And I mean, I've I've found him. He he was an elf. And shockingly, he wasn't an elf. And what's so funny. Do you remember that scene? Right. Where he's like this badass boss. Oh, my God. He was so scary. He's like, you're an elf. He's like, call me an elf one more time. <laughs> I mean, he, he it was great. It was a great scene. That was so funny. And then obviously Game of Thrones. But I mean, to me, it's like that is how someone with dwarfism he's just so talented that is that is not exploitive that is someone i know you haven't very good. seen the movie pixels but he was in that too and he was really good i actually saw the last 15 minutes of that movie and it wasn't ideally you know it's not going to win any awards but it, it you know it's it had its, it had its merit for well sure. the good thing about the his role in that is it's it's not even like acknowledged that like he's, that he's it, small, like he's he's just a person. Yeah. <laughs> well, so. he is just a person. Well, he's what I'm short. saying is, is that no, most in yes. most cases, somehow it's like you know acknowledged or it's mentioned or you know something comes up about it. So they and go the opposite way and act like he's not 
small. Actually, he's he's like the bad one of the bad guys in this movie. Oh, you know what movie he was also in? If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, he was with he played Melissa McCarthy's lover in um oh, it's not Tammy. Maybe it was No, 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 no. It was that movie with um oh shit, with Kristen Bell. Um I can't remember the name of it. I watched it on TV. It was actually it was really funny, and they he he's in love with Melissa McCarthy, but he's a bad guy. It's <laughs> hilarious, very funny. So yes, he's very good. So about this this movie about portraying this guy, well, well, I'll, I'll have to look it up and give you the name of it. I I really don't know. I mean, I'm but I'm I swear to God, it it is happening. I swear, I saw it. There's no way it's a joke. It's for real. No, it's like a like a, a biography or yes, and it's probably a very compelling story, which is why he's and if anybody can understand the struggles of being a celeb yeah. and being a little person, it would be Peter Dinklage. So yeah, anyway, really. well, speaking of nothing, let's do our ugly and awkward moment of the week. what we were if why we had to flip to this channel but i think we were gonna watch the show that was coming on after okay so there was only like five minutes left Mm. they were showing like the last five minutes of toy story three oh just enough to make you sob (laughs) and so Mm -hmm. i was sitting there and i was watching him and he was giving the toys to the little girl you know oh yes and then he's just like and he he pulled out Woody, and then he's just like, oh. And so she went to go grab him. He's like, whoa. And he, like, held Woody close, and he's just like, well, this one's, you know, an important guy, you know. And so I'm sitting here watching this, yes. and then all of a sudden I'm just, like, tearing up, you know. <laughs> and then before I know it, they're, like, playing, and, like, you know, and then he's driving off to college and all this stuff. And then, like, at the end, I'm just, like, sobbing. Yes. And Ryan comes, sits next to me, and he, like, puts his hand on my hand. He's like, Mom, are you okay? Mm. <laughs> so I'm just like, no, I'm not okay. Anything, anyone else in the- that you would tell them to go away and leave you alone but when it's your child and they're looking at you <laughs> my son you know my son he's just like are you okay mom and i'm like no i'm not okay and well i've been crying all week there was like really? this dog commercial the other day oh where God. this it shows this little boy and he's packing up a car yeah and then the next thing they show him closing the trunk and He's grown up and then he hugs his parents and he's going off to college and then he bends down and pets the dog. Oh, and, I know which one that is. <laughs> and the dog has like silver hair. It's old now. Yeah, yeah. it's like old. Yeah. And then so I start crying when I see that one. I told you that I started crying in bed the other like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Did I tell you about that? No. Okay. So, you know, the movie Up. The, oh the god horribly tragic first eight minutes of up will slay any where adult. she has I, a miscarriage and everything and i'm like disney come on i mean and then she died okay yeah. so there's a the girl you know i where i go to get my hair done there's another uh hairdresser there that the girls go to because oh he, he's equally as good but he's just a little less expensive mm-hmm. so the girls get their hair done by him and i'm friends with him on facebook and his sister had posted it said if you can get through the first eight minutes of this, you're not human or something without crying or, or something. And so he had just liked it. 
and I can see when he likes something occasionally. And mm-hmm. so I saw it and went, oh, I love this movie. So I started, I pressed play and I'm sitting in bed watching it going, oh, this is such a great movie. And, you know, it's really cute and everything. And then suddenly they're getting old and she's struggling to get up the hill. So he turns around to pick her up and then she falls. And then she's in the hospital room and I start bawling. Mm-hmm. I mean, weeping. And Daryl goes, what? What's going on? <laughs> right. Did someone die? What are you reading? And I'm like, I, I can't talk right now. He's like, what's happening? It was 7.15 in the morning, Paula. It was 7.15. <laughs> I'd had two sips of coffee. I was barely coherent. And I'm, I mean, and you know when you cry in those tears that like they're, they're real sad tears, they're different. Yeah. That was happening to me. And I said, I'm sorry. I, I was watching up. He's like, oh, yeah. yeah. He knows. He knows immediately. And I'm like, I have to stop watching this. So anyway, I totally get it. Yes. And it, it does suck, but what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? So, You're an UG. I don't know. I was Cry just, about toys. We were just waiting for the next show to start. That's all it was. <laughs> but, you know. Well, well, you know, Toy Story 3 is a special place in my heart. Oh, so I know. I it's know. hard for me not to acknowledge, you know, that, that scene. Well, actually, the scene that made me cry in Toy Story 3 uh, Tyler had decided to go up to Humboldt for school after he graduated from high school and we were at the hotel. We had just moved him into his dorm room and we were all hanging out in the hotel room watching Toy Story 3 and it's the scene where the mom comes into his bedroom and it's empty because he's all packed up to go to school and she walks in and she goes <gasps> you know and she's it, she gasps because yeah. you know it's over and I go <laughs> and Tyler's like what's happening and I'm like I just you don't even understand you just don't understand like I hate my life I hate it because then you realize that they're old and you're like childhood has ended you know and it's so sad as a mom it's so sad and of course you know Daryl he starts you know rubbing his hair and trying to figure out what to do (laughs) and then you know look at me once like don't look at me you know just like leave me alone let me cry in peace we're so oh, weird. We're so I weird. I hate it. I don't want comfort when I'm crying. Is that the weirdest thing ever? Uh, You're like that too, though, right? Well, the thing about me is I usually start crying, but yes. I I hope nobody notices, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. Like, I, I, do I try too. and cry quietly because <laughs> I just don't want it. To, like, I, I, I'm like, it'll pass. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, before I know it, everybody in the room is staring at me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I hate that so much. I hate it so much. When I'm sitting there, I will like barely wipe a tear because I don't want Daryl to see because he'll turn and start looking at me. I'm like, stop looking at me. I know. Victor will stare at me. And oh, it like, makes me want to poke you in the eye. Knock it off. And I'm like, and I'm not even crying. My eyes are just glassy. Yes. Because <laughs> like, he'll know cry whatever now? happened on TV might might have made me like upset. <laughs> so he'll just like look at me. I think what it is is I hate that I'm predictable and that they know that waterworks are coming. That just makes me angry. Yeah. It makes me mad. I, I don't know what it is, but it's a weird. We're weird. So, well, all right. So that's a weird, ugly moment. But yeah, it was ugly. If you remember your other one, you can share it, by the way. Yeah, I'm trying to think of it. Okay. Anyway, so like I said, Daryl and I went to Napa for for an afternoon overnight, quick quick trip, overnight trip, and we were sitting at our final wine tasting. It was a beautiful winery. I can't remember the name of it right now, but 
um, we were just sitting there and there, when you do a wine tasting, especially with, when you're with a vendor, they pull out like five, like five wines, because what they basically, they're trying to do is say, Hey, you should be stocking this wine in your store. And so they, they, she brings out like five or six bottles of different wines. And so with that, you have four or five glasses in front of you and all different sizes. And there was six of us. So we're sitting at this big, beautiful table and she's telling the story about how this winery became what it was. And she had a picture of one of their first award-winning bottles on her phone because she had been to their facility and was able to take a photo of this award-winning Chardonnay or something. So she's passing it around. I, unfortunately, and I don't, I never really talk about it because I don't like to ruin anybody's day or anything, but I had a migraine. Oh, so I had pretty much stopped drinking wine at the last place because right. I had taken an Imitrex and I was drinking a crap ton of water and it, when it gets to its crescendo, I'm nauseous, I'm light sensitive. I mean, I can't listen. And so I stopped paying attention. And so I was just sitting there counting down the minutes when we could go home. Like I wanted to leave. So, but I'm, you know, I'm trying to enjoy and everything. So <laughs> there were passing this phone along and everybody has five big wine glasses in front of them. And uh, except for me, most people had, had had tasted all the samples. And so they pass me the phone. Now, my father-in-law, Gary, passes me the phone. I think it's his phone. And he's showing me a bottle that he took a photo of. So I'm looking at it going, oh, that's so interesting. And I'm totally not aware of what this is or why I'm looking at this bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. I put the iPhone down and I slide it back to him because we're we're like, on the opposite sides of the table. Yeah. And I bowled it into hard five wine glasses. Oh my God. And no- luckily nothing broke, but it went really loud and bowled over. And Gary's like, what the hell are you doing? And I'm like, what? He goes, it's not my phone. And the lady that's sitting next to me, she goes, that's my phone. <laughs> I went, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't know what we were doing. I'm, I apologize. And so... This is the second time I have made a scene at a table tasting. It is so embarrassing because it's not the same as when you're like standing along a bar having someone pour for you. They're literally telling you the intricate story, the details of every wine you're tasting. It's very formal. And I almost broke five glasses and actually one knocked right into his chest. It's that I pushed it that hard. So he gives me the phone back. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I just... I can't, I'm not good at table taste. Apparently I'm not good at table tastings. And it's like, I'm just a mess. I'm so sorry. And they were like, and then what made it worse is they kind of, we all moved on. And then I'm thinking about what a fool I am. And I start laughing in the middle of nothing. (laughs) I kind of, and I did this snort laugh. I went (laughs) like that, like really. And Daryl was in the bathroom. He missed all of it. And so he, he comes back and I'm like, oh my God. I think his dad even said, he goes, hey, you missed the show. You know, like you missed the big thing. I'm like, oh, no. And he's like, I can't even leave to go pee. Like, what is that? I said, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it's just so embarrassing. Oh, my I do God. that every time. I Definitely I win this week. Do you know that we have not awarded a winner for like three weeks? You know what? I did think about that. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know why. Daryl goes, you we didn't award a winner. Decided to, uh move along or 
I don't know. They've been kind of minimal, I guess. I mean, you know, sometimes we have epics and then sometimes they're just like average. Like everyone goes, oh, yeah, I've done that a million times. It's like, well, then you're awkward, too. And you're listening to the show, which means, yes, you understand. Well, we just but, forgot. Well, we'll get back yeah. to it then. Yes. Starting yes, today. Will. And starting today. win. Thank you. Woohoo! You Finally. win the awkward moment of the week. But really, <laughs> is it being a winner? I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> so, no. well, I guess that's a wrap. So yeah. thanks, everybody, for joining us this week. I hope you have a very happy 4th of July. Do lots of fireworks or attend a show or uh, sit at home and do nothing. Whatever makes you happy. Be proud to be an American. And I'm proud to, to be, be an, an American. American. Where at on. least I know I'm free. I'm free. Yes. So, God uh, bless put on the old Lee Greenwood. USA. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you next week. Happy Fourth of July. Happy Fourth of July. That's a wrap. But make sure to watch your podcast feed for all the screw ups and edits from this episode and what we call ugly cuts. And then we'll have a brand new full episode for you next week. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on the Ugly Truth. <laughs>